Welcome to the Resilience Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Moles, and today we're talking about something very real, very raw, and um, something that I don't hear people talking about much. I know that um, many people I went to school with and the same age as are going through um, the same time of life as I am. And I wanted to talk about this and, and I hope that I reach and give hope to some women out there who are going through, whether it be perimenopause or menopause, uh, our bodies at 50 or even some in their 40s. I know my mum went through menopause very young. She was in her late 30s because she'd had a full hysterectomy. Now, let me just preface this with I am no medical practitioner. I am merely a woman who is 52 years old and going through some what I would call bizarre things. There's, I'm very in touch with my body. I'm very in touch with my mind, my emotional side of things, um, you know, so I'm very aware of what's happening. And I have to say, guys, it's um, pretty crappy at times. And frustrating because I'm not sure um, that, you know, things are going to get better or worse or anyway, I'm playing it by ear and I'm doing everything I can to try and balance things out. But let me tell you a bit about my story and where I started in this because um, I turned 50 in June 2019. And for my 50th birthday, I walked across Spain. So I walked 860 kilometres. It's actually more like a thousand kilometers, but let's say 860 kilometers from um, a place called uh, Saint Jean Pierre de Port uh, to Santiago de Compostela, and it was one of the most remarkable, miraculous things, uh, courageous things that I did. I went by myself, and um, and I am so glad I did it when I turned 50 because I tell you now, uh, I wouldn't be able to do it my body um, would probably fall in a heap. And that's sad to say because we're only two years on, two years and a couple of months on. So the fact that um, I feel like I couldn't do it because I'm quite a positive person. So to tell myself I can't do something is um, not something I normally do or take lightly because if someone says I can't do something, I shall challenge them and show them how. That's my philosophy anyway. But let's talk about, um, you know, over the last uh, couple of years, I've had some really strange things happening with my body. And one of the things that started out when I came back from Spain, um, one, I had very sore feet, uh, which to me was just a normal thing. You walk, you know, 25 to 29 kilometres a day, every day for 33 days, you're bound to have some sore feet. Um, needless to say that uh, two and a bit years on, my feet are still sore. <laughs> I struggled to walk 10,000 steps uh, without having very sore feet. And so that has been a bit of a struggle because I really do like walking and trekking and especially walking along the coast near the ocean. So that was kind of where it started. But then in late 2019, I started getting the, well, what I thought was I got a mozzie bite. And that turned into a hive, and then I spent um, the good a, a good part of a year 
with um, hives, severe hives, uh, severe urticaria, I think it was called. And um, and come January 2021, um, they just they went away, and, and it was very hard to manage them because I'm not someone who likes to take medication, and and besides that, it, it didn't really work anyway. Because um, I tried that when they put me in hospital at one point, and um, the hives were uh, bigger than your hand uh, on my torso, on my legs, on my arms, and they would just appear, and then they. Um, I'd be able to get them to disappear thanks to a wonderful friend mixing up some doTERRA oils, which was really the only thing that gave me relief. She um, named that Itch Away or Itch Be Gone, I think it was, um, and and the itch was gone after a couple of hours of putting this oil on. So, they, you know, they were some of the things that were quite debilitating uh, to the point that one day um, they thought I was having a heart attack because I had such pressure on my chest and what it was is, was hives internally and then they thought it was an um, autoimmune problem and having said that, though, they all they all the hives went away and, and touch wood, I haven't had um, any since January 2021. So that was quite incredible because it kind of came and went in a short period of time. Um, other things that happened, uh, you know, all of a sudden I have sensitive teeth um, and it, and not sure where that came from, but sensitive teeth just occurred and then uh, sore joints, so knee joints, elbow joints, feet joints, um, very sore. And in fact, I would do a normal workout, which is not a huge workout um, and it just some weights and maybe some skipping and some other stuff and stretching, and, but my body would be in pain for three days, like so much pain that it was difficult to sleep because my body just ached and I had never had that before. Um, I crave sugar like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> um, and this leads to weight gain. So um, I'm currently about 20 kilos over my ideal weight and that just seems to be increasing by the week, regardless of how I eat and what I do and and if I try and exercise. And, um, and then I have increased fluid in my legs and around my knees and, and this fluid seems to increase, then decrease. And, and um, one of the things that I had been told doing some research is that women who are having uh, regular intercourse uh, have less symptoms so um, I would really like to solve that problem but as a single woman it's difficult to solve that problem um, anyway moving on I had months where I felt very sad and so what I found myself doing is recording what was happening in my body and and they're just some of the symptoms that that I had and I'm sure there's plenty of other ones you know women talk to me about um, hair growth, so all of a sudden we're growing a beard and a moustache and we have to sort that out as well. Um, and I really think we get a raw end of the deal after, you know, puberty and childbirth and uh, now this change of life stuff and, yeah. And I know a couple of women that I've spoken to who have had hysterectomies, again, um, going to menopause much earlier than, than the body naturally wants to do it. 
And so what I found myself doing is um, experimenting with different vitamins and experimenting with different things, but but also talking to my doctor. So I've seen my doctor regularly and also had hormone blood tests and, and they've tested just to make sure everything else is fine. So, you know, what I do know for sure is uh, my thyroid is just fine. My cholesterol is a little bit high um, and I'm working on that. And my blood tests, and I started to work out how to read these a little better so I understood what was happening and and the hormone side of things. And what we've established is at 52, I'm just still slightly in perimenopause and I'm only six months without a period. So they say you have to be 12 months without one uh, to be deemed as in menopause. So we'll see what happens because every time I think I'm on the way, I um, fall back into puberty where I get a grey hair and a pimple and my period. And, and if that doesn't mess with your head, ladies, I don't know what will. Um, so, and again, everyone's experience is going to be different. So I just wanted to talk about what is happening for me, because I think that if we can have these conversations and like I had a conversation with someone at work is, oh my God, you're going through the same thing that I'm going through. And, you know, and that's important that we can talk about that and not feel like we're the only one going through it and that we're the only one who feels quite crazy because it is quite a confusing time, I have to say. Um, so anyway, looking at blood tests and even um, recent blood tests that I've had done, I uh, know that I'm not in menopause yet. I'm still in the throes of perimenopause and um, it's interesting because that can fluctuate up and down as well, which uh, I'm sure you can uh, relate to. So what I've had to do is um, I've had x-rays on my feet and my knees just to make sure there's nothing wrong with the bones. Uh, I had uh, in 2019 or 20 early 2020, I had a full body scan um, to show. And in fact, the positive things that have come out of getting checked out is just confirmation that everything's good, everything's as it should be within my body. And um, a lot of people say it's just menopause, Donna. Don't, you know, worry about it. It's just what it is. Um, well, for me, it's not something I can just sit with and go, all right, well, do your thing. Let, let's see what happens. Um, that's not something I'm prepared to do. So I have a good regime of different vitamins and, you know, curcumin, turmeric, um, evening primrose oil, uh, fish oil, um, other vitamins, and I use particular types that I like that I feel like make a difference. Um, but I'm going to continue to monitor this and, and talk to other women uh, continuously because I think that, you know, when we can experiment a little bit and try and find some relief to some of these things, then, um, you know, you're kind of winning the battle because you want to make your life as comfortable as possible. So um, I'm very fortunate. I, a lot of women who talk to me talk about hot flushes, and I know from my mum's experience she had hot flushes for and still gets them and she's in her 70s now. So um, menopause hasn't been kind to my mum. And I wanted to try and make sure it was a bit kinder to me. Um, 
I'm not winning the battle yet, but I haven't given up. And um, there are different things that I know are working. And one of the things is I've been able to get rid of all the soreness in my joints already just with the regime that I'm that I'm doing. So, um, and I know that the fluid is going down. Uh, it's just taking an awful long time. So instead of being frustrated and down on myself and feeling like I'm not making any progress, I've, I have been diarising things to make sure that I can see what is changing and what isn't changing and identify when I might eat something or do something and that doesn't work for me. So then I have to remove that because there's different foods that are, I think, triggering things. And I certainly know that um, having a couple of glasses of wine is not very beneficial to um, the, the current journey. So, you know, again, it's about removing things and being conscious of what's working and what's not working. Um, I'd love for you to get in contact with me through the resilience movement if you've got a story and, and your journey uh, has been um, similar or, or much more difficult or it doesn't really matter what it is, um, get in touch with me through the resilience movement and share your story because someone else can be going through what we're going through and your story may help them uh, find a better way. Um, one of the things with sore feet though, uh, myself and another lady I know have moved to, um, it's called Hoka Shoes, H-O-K-A, um, and they feel like you're kind of walking on clouds and and that means that you can walk a lot further or just be on your feet all day at work and you don't have that that soreness to where you just literally can't walk anymore. And that's a hard concept to imagine, but sometimes, you know, the, the pain in our feet and this other lady that I was talking to described it the same is you just can't walk anymore because your feet um, hurt so bad. So they're just some of the things and um, I think that if we can um, find different methods, uh, some have uh, HRT patches, others have different medication and, and um, me, I do like to use natural products as much as I can and so I'll continue down that path unless it's not working. So um, I'm not going to be silly about this but because I know one of the things, one of the vitamins that I take has been extremely beneficial with sleep um, because sleep deprivation, again, it's it's anybody's enemy, let alone going through menopause and having sleepless nights, um, broken sleep and um, the weirdest dreams. And I know that um, a number of other women that I've been talking to experience the same when it comes to sleep deprivation and, and dreams. So so ladies, those who are listening, just know you're not alone. Um, there are many of us going through the same thing and hopefully we can all come out the other end and there's some um, light at the end of the tunnel with, with feeling better, vibrant um, and, and being able to just function normally. <laughs> That would be really nice. So um, thank you for tuning in. This is only a short podcast. And again, reach out to me on the Resilience Movement Facebook page and I'd love to hear about your story. We might even do an interview if you're open to that. Uh, take care the Resilience Movement. 
is all about becoming more resilient and having a better life with more peace, joy and happiness. So take care for now. Talk soon.